hell? Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Miss Media, and this is the first official episode of the Media Pit. Um, I did one on YouTube already, but that didn't really count because I couldn't get it. It, it wasn't really podcast format, so I'm kind of, you know, starting from scratch, and I'm doing this the episode as the first official episode of the Media Pit. So, uh, welcome everybody. Basically, what I do is every month, this was originally going to be a YouTube video, YouTube show, kind of like cinematic excrement, but uh, I, I realized that I don't want to deal with copyright bullshit, and I, I just, I, I'd rather do it in a podcast format, so basically that's what this is, this is the, the same, you know, I, I take a media, whether it be a book, a movie, a television show, uh, um, uh, video game I I take one a month and I just rip it to pieces and I just roast it roast it as much as I can um and I normally would do it on an older show but but um I I actually have a more current I'm gonna do first uh before we get started with that though um I just want to go over all of the stuff I've seen because, you know, in addition to that, I'm going to do a monthly recap of all the movies, movies I've seen. And since I haven't done this before and since I've done, since I haven't start didn't start at the beginning of the year, beginning of the year, I figured it would make more sense for me to do it from January, on, January onward instead of just starting now. So, uh, first thing I saw this year was, uh, Scream 5, um, I, I seen all of the screen movies. I actually went back and I actually we actually, you know, made sure to watch all of the movies beforehand. So I've seen so first first and third screen movies and now the fifth too, but I'll get to that. First move screen movie is one of my flav- favorite slasher movies of all time. It has the right balance of creepy and gory, but without being sp- stupid because a lot of slasher movies and now nowadays are just boatload gore fests where you just dump six assholes in a, in a region and are like oh hey there's a giant person on this mountain who lives here and be careful and then they you just slaughters them and it's not fun for me i like guessing i like not knowing who the killer is and that's what made the first movie and the third movie fun um first movie is really good second movie I'm against popular consensus because most people liked it, but I thought it was ass because it it goes against everything that made the first movie good. Characters make stupid decisions. Everybody's obnoxious and shouty and nasty. Uh, I don't know, you know, you know, Tatum isn't even brought up in this movie, which I, I think is very strange. Like, they just replaced her with a, another character, um, and who hasn't doesn't really have the same personality they mom it's it's it sucks and i know a lot of people find the ending to be revolutionary but i just i don't get how she knew like i know everyone everyone i talked to has been like oh well maybe she saw a picture of them as a baby well yeah but you haven't you've never met this woman you've never met uh, Mrs. Loomis, so how would you know this is her? Like, how would you know that? And, granted, I'll give them that at least they introduce her in the movie, 
Unlike in Friday the 13th, which I just thought was, I know, I'm sorry, I thought it was a total slugfest. I thought it was extremely boring. I didn't like any of the big three slashers, but we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, Threaded the 13th was boring. The, the, the kills were just kind of out of nowhere, and the ending just... You didn't even bother to introduce this character. Why should I care? But at least in Scream, they introduced her, and she was a compelling character. I just don't get how Sydney would know this is his mother. But in, in, but in, in terms of Shrek value, I admit... It's a good twist. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Third movie was really good. I love how much more they played in the tongue-in-cheek aspect. I like the fact that um, Ghostface fucked with her and played with her emotions and, you know, basically used other people. It, it's basically psychological torture, and I love that concept. I think it's really cool. Um... The killer, I, I liked, it, he reminded me of the first movie, but, you know, I'm glad they at least, you know, tied it, it, it worked. The fourth movie didn't work for me because as much as I understand what they were going for, I thought that they played into the idea of Joe being a victim way too much to the point where I just don't buy her being the killer. Like, you know... Like, yeah, I get that with, I get that they were saying, you know, oh, she wants to be a victim. She wants to make herself, and that's fine. But they made it so clear that she was a victim that it almost becomes impossible for me to see her as a killer. And in the first movie, that worked because, yeah, they're over the top and insane. So, you're, so part of you wonders, you know, maybe they killed. But in this movie, no. In this movie, no. I, I, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't buy it, um, I, I don't mind their motives, I just don't buy, um, don't buy her being the killer, I do, I did like Kirby, and I'm so glad that she survived, because there was that little blurb at the end of Scream 5, which we're about to get to, um, but yeah, Scream 5 was really good, I love the kills, I think they were inventive, uh, Tatum's kill was originally my favorite from the first movie, but, now, my favorite kill in this franchise is absolutely Amber's death. That was so awesome. Like, they lit her on fucking fire. That was so cool. That was so cool. Um, I liked, I liked what they did with it. I love the idea that, um, that, uh, Sam is Billy's daughter and that they're just trying to play with this, you know, this idea. I liked that, like, the callbacks. I liked... The psychological aspect, I wish they'd done more with that, because that's a really cool concept. Because, you know, having a serial killer teach his daughter how to be, you know, ruthless and, you know, a little bit psychopathic is a really neat concept. I don't... The only thing I, I wonder is the timeline, because, like, when... Like, in order... Like, Sam, I thought, was younger than her. I thought was younger than Sydney. So, in order for her to be Sydney... For her to be Billy's daughter, he would have had to get pregnant right around the time that, uh... He and Billy... She and Billy were dating. Either that or, like, maybe he impregnated someone in middle school. I don't know. 
I don't entirely buy the timeline, but I'm willing to get maybe they'll explain it. Um, I kind of wish that they'd made one of the killers uh, related to Stu because that would have been like a perfect callback to the original. Imagine Millie's daughter stabbing Stu's grandson, Stu's son or Stu's nephew. That would have been awesome. I know one of the, the people at the bar was related to him, but I don't think that counts because he was just kind of throwaway. I love the tension. I And one one critic pointed out something which I didn't think of in that what works about this movie is that it's cliche, but you don't know which trope they're cliche they're going to use. It's tense because, you know, we don't know if he's going to jump out of the closet or we don't know if he jumps out. He's gonna jump out of the back, or we don't know. I love the f- oh, which which they're gonna do. Um, I love the fact that the ghost face toys with people. Like he takes his time or her, because we don't know which one killed which. But he just he lets them try to get away from him, and he just kind of kind of stands in the back and just watches them crawl away, uh, watches them you know try and escape. That's really creepy. Like, just to watch him, you know, as he just slowly walks to them and you, re- them and, you know, th- and and he's on the phone taunting. That was really fucking cool. Um, the one thing I've argued with people about this movie over is, I, and I don't think people get this or I don't think people agree with this, is I think, and I'm convinced of this, you know, Dewey is washed up. He has nothing left. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have a career. So when he goes up in the elevator and he's like, I'm going to go back and make sure he's dead, I think he knew he wasn't coming back. I genuinely think he was sacrificing himself to let them go because because he he knew. And his death is fucking epic, by the way. If, I, you know... Amber's death is my favorite, but his is second, hands down. Front, knife front and back. That was so cool. Because if you're going to kill a, a major, serious canon character, you got to do it in a spectacular way. And they did. And they did. And that was really awesome. Um, great movie. Really well done. I, I, I'm, I hope they come back to Sam in the future as the main character because... Sydney's story's done. Her story, you know, she's, she's, he's wrapped up, um, it's wrapped up. Her story is finished, so time to let a new main character into the spotlight, and I think Sam will make a really, really great main character. Hell, I would even take Emma, the character from the television show. I haven't watched the television series. I just haven't yet. I would even take a movie about Emma, the main character from the television series. Um, but, anyway, moving on. Second movie I saw was Death on the Nile, and adaptation-wise, it was fine. They, the, the story was faithful, the acting was good, I, I still not convinced on Kenneth Branagh as Poirot, I'm not fond of his look, but, but, uh, personality-wise, he nailed it. Personality-wise, he's perfectly fine. Sorry, that was my, that was my, uh, mouse. Um, that, that in itself is, in, in and of itself is fine. The problem for me is, and this is the problem with the story itself, 
the minute, like, there's the point in the movie where you get to the scene where Jacqueline and Simon have their fight. And it's so staged, it's fucking obvious. Like, it's laughably obvious. Like, really, you, 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 you brought a gun? Oh, she's unhinged. No, she's setting you up. Like, she's setting it up. It's so... Like, if she'd shot somebody else, not somebody else in addition, then that would be fine. But it's so obvious. And the sad thing is the investigation is, is cool. The, the plot threads, the other plot threads, they would work believably as a motive. But it's so obvious it's them. And it's just, it takes all the enjoyment out of the movie. Um... And it takes all the enjoyment out of any adaptation because that's the problem. The problem is not that the movie is bad just in and of itself. It's that the, it's that the story is bad because it's obvious. Um, and this is another personal nitpick, uh, nitpick I have. I like Gal Gadot. I think she's very talented. But she tends to play the same character. And in this movie, you need someone a little bit more... Uh... A little bit more manic because this woman keep in mind is paranoid she thinks someone she's right she thinks someone is trying to kill her she's right but she thinks someone is trying to kill her so I just I, I didn't buy it with her not to say like I said not to say she's a bad actress but I just didn't buy you know she's playing the same character she's played in every movie um, I think you needed someone a little bit with a little bit more range. I did not know that Russell Brand was in this movie. Um, that was neat because he did a really good job. I love Don French. I think she's very talented. Um, but anyway, and fu- what's funny is the girl who played Jacqueline could have actually worked as the the uh, main character as the w- per- woman who died. She was very good. So. I didn't like this movie because the story is obvious and I, I truth be told I've never liked this story because of that but I, I've bought some other adaptations because at least actually no I've never liked this story even even with you know David Suchet who I love I love David Suchet I think he's I he, favorite Poirot hands down but even him, I never bought this story. I never liked it because it was just so obvious. But the only other movies I've seen, um, and these, and I know technically these are anime films. And in the coming, um, um, in terms of media, in terms of film, I'm gonna include these. But you know, if they were television series, I would put them because I also have other podcasts. But I'll get to that. So, and every January. A very, very, very talented um, YouTuber named Bob Show does a riffing series. Riffuary. I think it's January. Yeah, it's January. So, the two I paid attention to this, this, um, this, se- this season are... Oh, what was it? Oh, God. Damn it. What was it called? It was... Oh, yeah. It was Eric and the Witch, which was... I don't know what Ghibli was thinking. They were... It was extremely boring. Eric was unlikable as fuck. She was obnoxious. She was rude. She was loud. 
she was noxious. She was just so... I hated her. I hated her. I hated this movie because it was so boring. Nothing happens in this movie. Like, literally, she she goes to this... She gets adopted by, this, by these people who, for some reason, she decides she just wants to stay at the orphan. I don't get that. But she gets adopted by these people... And she goes to, or this witch, and she goes to her house, and she makes her teacher magic, which she never actually does. So basically, it's the owl house if Lewis were a completely just unlike, insufferable bitch bag. And I like the owl house, but we'll get to that in in a little bit. Um, The other one I saw, or I watched through this series was Lupin the Third. I'm not going to go deep into it because I'm not a fan of Lupin. I've never been a fan of Lupin. I don't find it interesting. The movie was serviceable. It was an okay story. I've just never, never been remotely interested in Lupin. I did like the 3D. The 3D was neat. Anyway, in terms of television, the only ones I've watched, I watched Murderville, which is a very, very, very funny series. Which is basically kind of like an improv you know, one of those solve-the-mystery-yourself stories, except they use celebrities, and it was really nice, and I hoped, I hope they do more of it, because I love, that show was great. Reacher, the guy was mostly watched, because the guy was really hot. I liked it, I thought it was very well done, I liked the story, and I, I, you know, I hope they do a season two, because I'm, because, you know, he finds out his brother died and they're tra- and they track down this narcotics dealer you know and they have to figure out how these drugs get and i like it especially considering that they don't hook up the two main character characters which is such a godsend in a show like this because usually they hook them up and usually they make them a couple but you know they didn't do that which is really nice um I'm watching the masks the masked singer. I didn't know the two people who got eliminated this week. Um we've had some really interesting ones. I'm not going to go into that right now because oh uh, because you know, oh uh, because this that this series isn't about that, but I might do more on that at a later point. The Owl House is back. I like the Owl House. I like I th- I think it's really interesting in the you know that they're that they're they're that now we know that you know Emperor Bellos and the guy who made the portal uh, Philip I can't remember his last name um but they're the same person which I I we a lot of people have been theorizing you know and the fact that he sacrificed his I think it's his brother they said you know he sacrificed a bunch of people so. And a lot of people have started theorizing that maybe he made Hunter as a Hunter as a vessel to re, to um, revive his brother. I still think he's using him as a he's going to use him as a vessel to revive himself because you can tell because he keeps having to inhale this dust, and basically he said at one point in the episode that his this body is going to break apart at some point, so he'll obviously need a new one. But that's that's a theory for another date. I don't watch Amphibia. I know it's back. I don't like Sasha. I think she's an unlikable, just, just awful human being. Um, and it's funny because when and My Little Pony did this concept, you know, of the villain being performed, everybody, everybody, you know, just forgave Starlight in a heartbeat. Um, 
everybody hated her, which is true. I hate her too. But why is it now suddenly that everybody likes Sasha? Is basically the same thing. Um, she. I just don't like Amphib. I I don't like it. I think it's boring, and I I'm trying to. I've never really watched it. I don't really like Sasha, but other than that, I just don't really care. Um, but that's not the main meat of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. The main meat of the episode is the roast, and the roast this week is, this month, is a movie which I wasn't originally going to see. I was originally going to see Turning Red because I didn't want to see it, but I, I saw that one clip of May twerking in her mother's face and I'm like ooh, you know this movie any movie where we that you know rubs someone's abuse in their face I I love it I love the idea of an abused child especially an abused child of a tiger parent because tiger parents are extremely prevalent and I wish that that concept would die but unfortunately in Asian culture and I'm not going to go deep into it because I don't want to be construed as racist, but basically in a lot of Asian households, parents are extremely strict and extremely, you know, dogged about what they want for their kids to the point of abuse. And I, I, I hate it. I think it's disgusting. So any movie that rubs that in the face of the abuser is, mwah, I love it. I think it's a really and I I saw this clip and I laughed so hard I almost must and May was like I like to gyrate and I was like oh my god this I got I ha I still haven't seen it yet mind you I I want to see it um but I just haven't yet so you're gonna have to hold off on that until probably until next month but anyway no the meat of the roast this month is <sighs> Instead of turning red, I was looking at the movies that are out. I didn't see the one I wanted to see, which was X. So I was like, why don't I go see the Batman? And it, I, I knew it was going to suck. Because, fuck. But I was like, well, everybody loves it. So it can't suck that much. Oh my god, I was wrong. I was so incredibly wrong. And the thing that bothers me is everybody loves this movie. I don't fucking get it. Why everyone loves this movie. Oh, it's so atmospheric and it's so oh great. And so it's, and I don't even use this word normally, right? Because I think it's a buzzword. But it's so edgy as fuck. Everything about this movie is so gloomy. And like, I love Nirvana. But, you know... The, the, the Bruce in this movie is just so miserable and so bitchy and so like you know that one meme that from uh Hunt on the Freeman that you fucked up my face this is you fucked up my face the movie the entire movie is that line stretched out to two hours and it's just and I sat and there were parts of the movie I laughed at because it was so like everything is so tough and so edgy like edgy and I'm so miserable and I don't under I don't understand it but there were parts of this movie I liked I liked Bruce's mostly Bruce's relationship with Selena um the dialogue was cringy but I liked his relationship with her I liked the mystery I liked the 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 him going back to his detective roots that was nice I 
I think probably this was written for a different villain in mind. Because, and this is my main problem with it. This does not feel like a Riddler story. This feels like a story of a villain who they were going to use a different villain. But for whatever reason, they just decided to use the Riddler. <laughs> use the Riddler instead. I don't know why. And I think it's really stupid because because it just and call me if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, okay? I'm not familiar with the with the Batman mythos mostly. I'm vaguely familiar except for Young Justice Phantoms and my favorite character from that series who never gets used. But except for Except for, like, five villains in this franchise, I'm not really a fan of DC. Like, I'm a fan of five villains and maybe, like, one... I like... And maybe, like, one other person. I'm just not really a fan of DC. I, I love the Teen Titans. Okay, that's not true. More than one. I like the Teen Titans. I like some of their side characters. Like, the characters who don't get used as much in the canon... Um, cause I've seen Young Justice Phantoms, and if you know that show, you'll know, it's, start halfway through, um, but anyway, so, or no, start at episode 9, that should give you a good indication of who my favorite character in that show is, but we'll, we'll get to him at a later date, because I, he hasn't really been used in anything canon-wise, and it just bugs the hell out of me, but anyway, um, I'm not really a fan of the Batman or the DC canon, except for a handful of characters. So maybe I'm wrong, but as far as I remember, the Riddler was never this nihilistic. Like, he was never a serial killer. He was goofy. That's that's the whole point. He was goofy as a villain, you know? He was kind of narcissistic and he was kind of evil, but he was never, like, insane. Well, to to that degree. And parts of it is, and the thing that bugs me is, parts of it I bought, I, I'm, every once in a while I'm like, oh, you know, that reminds me of, and then if they would take it to such an extreme, like, there was a, were parts where he would just be like, ah, oh, and he would like start roaring at the camera, and I just burst out laughing, because it is so stupid. And up until that point, I was like, you know, this is actually creeping me out. Like, it's actually, maybe this, nope, nope. And they did it multiple times, which really bugs me. Because, because, because I wanted to like it. I wanted to, like, I wanted to give this movie the benefit of the doubt. But it just doesn't feel like a Riddler story. It feels like for a different villain. And the weird thing is, at the end of the movie, we get a cameo from the Joker. So I almost get the feeling that this might have been a Joker story that they just rewrote with the Riddler in mind. Maybe they thought the Joker was overused. Maybe they just decided we need to do something else. I don't know. But this doesn't feel like a joke, like a Riddler story. Um, and that's, that's pretty much my problem with this movie. And, if we, and part of this movie, like, the action was okay. If, if it had been any other villain, I might have bought it. But, and it was so on the nose, like, 
the minute they started saying, oh, you know, this person was killed, this person was killed, I'm like, okay, so at the end of the movie, they keep showing this mayoral candidate, I'm like, okay, they're gonna try and kill her, because it's so obvious, it's so fucking blatantly obvious, and that's the problem with this movie, it's obvious, and it's, it's just, it's a culmination of boring, dreary, obvious, and laughably stupid. It feels like it was written by a 14-year-old. Like, it genuinely feels like some of the dialogue in this movie was written by the 14-year-old boy. And at one point, like, they introduced the penguin, but he doesn't do anything, which is weird because the penguin is one of the most iconic villains in the friends in the canon. But I will say, at least with that, they didn't make him British. Which, as far as I know, I don't think the canon is... I don't think he's supposed to be British. Maybe he was. But I'm just biased. To, I'm just. I'm also biased because I really, really, really liked Gotham. I loved Robin Lord Taylor. I loved his penguin. And I loved the fact that, you know, he was... That's... As a matter of fact, that's who this Riddler reminds me of. That's who this Riddler, you know, it feels like the Gotham version of the Penguin. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying, you know, because this version of, that version of the Penguin I really liked. Um, but it's, it's, it's a shitty film and I don't understand. And then there's the fact that the whole thing with his family and, you know, how his father wasn't as upstanding. And, okay, you know, maybe maybe that would have, you know, it kind of worked. That his father wasn't as upstanding as he thought he was. But, as far as I know, the Waynes have never been characterized to be that vicious. Like, the Waynes have never been characterized to be like, oh, he, he, he went out and threatened to kill this person. And, I don't buy that. Okay, I don't buy that if you go to a mobster and say, I want you to make scare this person, I don't believe for a second that you wouldn't know that, you know, that, that what he was going to do. I don't buy that for a second. But I do buy that that's why they had him killed. Because he was going to go and turn himself into police. I actually like that concept. Although, why, why he is mad at Alfred for that? When it's not Alfred's job to explain that to him, I don't know. But overall, suck movie sucked. Really, really, really awful. I I got my ticket for free because I just I couldn't pay money for this movie. Um genuinely speaking, I am well I'm not really boycotting, but I'm I'm avoiding um Except for the upcoming Zatanna movie. There's a Zatanna movie coming up. I love her. And I love certain characters in her mythos. Actually, I... Could he be class? Yeah, my favorite character is, I think, part of her mythos. And I'm hoping that he shows up in that movie. Because I... Please. Please do it. Also, Young Justice Phantoms is coming back at the end of the month. Um, so... Didn't like this movie. This movie sucked. It was terrible. And everybody else loved it. I don't know why. That is it for this month. I will see you on the next episode out of the media pit. 
I also have a gaming, gaming YouTube channel. I have an anime channel. An anime podcast is coming up. Coming out in a little bit. Actually, two anime podcasts now that I think about it because I'm revert, re- converting my regular series, the, uh, the, the, uh, seasonal roundup into a podcast, and then I'm gonna do the anime pit, which is where, the same thing as this, where I basically roast anime, I roast, take an anime, which really sucks, and just roast the fuck out of it, so, that's it for this month, and I will see y'all on the next episode of the Media Pit.